Hello, and welcome to Wild and Precious Radio, the podcast where we explore the question, what if we're not just here to live, but to live well? I believe the answer to this question of fulfillment is found at the intersection of spirituality, love, purpose, and ultimately your unbridled self-expression. I'm Theora, your host, and this is your One Wild and Precious Life. Welcome, welcome. Um, This is very exciting. Um, I'm really happy to have you here. I'm really happy to be here. Um, I've been intending to create a podcast now for quite a few years, and um, like many creative projects, it never quite felt right until now. And I really want to share the origin story of this podcast, the purpose of this podcast, because um, because it's so... <laughs> It's, it feels a little crazy. It feels a little crazy to be on the inside of it. So um, if you haven't been following along uh, on my journey, um, I have been a coach um, of various niches over the last five, six years. Um, and over the last couple years have really specialized in dating and relationship. And I'm very passionate about healthy relating. I'm very passionate about communication skills, understanding our our childhood influences, attachment theory, um, because I think that um, so many of us are just sort of making it up as we go without tools and information to equip us to have healthy, loving, lasting relationships, not just romantically, but in every area of life. And that is truly a passion of mine. And Over the years, as I have worked, as I have worked my butt off to create a successful, growing, profitable coaching company, I have kept, I've kept running into something. And I guess the best, the best thing we can say is I burnt out. I burnt out once last year, ended up in the ER. Um, And I also would say that I sort of had then like, aftershock burnouts over the last year until I was again in the ER about two weeks ago. And a lot of that, and hopefully this will resonate for some of you, but a lot of it is, um, I don't come from an entrepreneurial background. I, my dad was an academic. My mom, uh, wasn't, was a nurse. Um, and so, and the entrepreneurial way of thinking is, is just a much, there's, it's fraught with a lot more, I guess I shouldn't even say fraught, right? It's, it's characterized by a lot more uncertainty, a lot more risk, and you really do have to develop or have a higher, higher risk tolerance. (laughs) Um, and I, I actually think that I have built like a pretty wonderful muscle to, to play in uncertainty. Um, but all this to say is, uh, the way the sort of the business philosophy that I was indoctrinated into for, for creating like an online business, a coaching company has never felt right. 
And there's a lot of language in the coaching industry of like, well, that, then that's your resistance. <laughs> you know, that's your resistance to money, blah, 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 those are your money, right? Like there's just a lot of almost sort of, it's sort of like diagnostic or disordering how any, any contraction you feel around the way that the way that business is being taught is somehow a mindset fault on your part. And, and so I hustled, man, I hustled for years and I did, I had a profitable business, um, have helped hundreds of clients create beautiful results. And I'm very proud of, I'm very proud of those achievements. I'm very, I'm very proud of the work I've done. Um, but being in the back end has always felt off and it's felt exhausting. And, and I, and I internalized these stories of what well, must be my work ethic. It must be my resistance. It must be my money block, blah, 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 blah. All, all this stuff. Um, because that was really the feedback I was getting, um, versus maybe it's actually not the right fit for me. They're not that way of doing business was not the right fit. And, and like, now that I've had some space, I can also see there that's descended from some, Oh, I can never, I can never remember what this adjective is exploitive. It's there's there it descended from expo, like exploitation and capitalism, which is, I think part of the re couched in terms of service, spirituality, giving, you know, sacred calling mission, la la la. Um, but ultimately they really are sort of some like predatory stuff repackaged in, in spiritual terms, uh, which is why so many people have been burned by coaches. So many people, um, you, you like business coaches never talk about how many people fire for, for file for bankruptcy after doing their courses. Right. So there is, there is an underbelly, um, in, in the industry and, and, and I really was like doing everything right. <laughs> and it all came to a head earlier this year when, you know, I'd built my business and I'd, you know, they always say, well, once you research, basically like build so that you can delegate and automate so you can step away and work less and all this stuff. And I, and I did it right. Like I had a team of seven people. We were doing this big summit. We had affiliates, we, you know, we did all the things that I'd been told for many, many years was was what the machinery that you needed to build in order for this to be sustainable. And I was the unhappiest I'd ever been in my business. And the, you know, feedback I would, I, what people were suggesting was like automate, delegate. And I just kept thinking like, I don't want less intimacy with people. I want more intimacy with people. Um, and I, I want to feel really connected and I don't, I don't want, people to be units or commodities just coming through my ecosystem. Um, but, you know, I was still, I was still very bought into that. This is what I needed to do. And, and, and so we did this huge summit and it was a total flop. Nobody bought, literally nobody bought the offer at the end of the summit. And, um, and I learned a lot of things uh, in that experience and, and, and I also don't want to say that, like, I, I don't regret uh, the work that I've done. Um, there are, I learned a lot of, <laughs> I learned a lot about what's not right for me. And I did learn a lot of valuable skills. Um, I, I, I invited a, like an incredible community into my world. 
I've upgraded my worldview, you know, probably half a dozen, half a dozen times. And so I'm, the chapter was incredibly rich, but over the last few weeks, um, I was gearing up to launch a podcast that was intended to be like an evergreen marketing mechanism. Cause I wanted to do a podcast. Like I mentioned at the top of the, the call, I wanted to do a, a podcast for years now. And it was going to be called Relationship Revolution. And I was driving out into the gorge and, you know, sort of playing around with it in my head, sort of trying to map out what I wanted the first season to be, who I might interview, if I was going to do interview. And I, my whole body was just, was just blah. <laughs> I sit there, I was like, I am so bored. I'm so bored. Um, not because I don't love talking about relationship, but what I realize is I'm so, I'm so bored and depleted from putting myself in a box. I'm so bored and depleted in doing things the way that, you know, like the like industry best practices. I'm so bored living my life by an external textbook that doesn't feel intuitive for me that doesn't like resonate you know and and so as I'm driving I I I I sort of have this um I don't know like this epiphany (laughs) epiphany I'm driving out right like the I'm, I'm driving along the Columbia River the rolling the rolling evergreen covered hills and, and, you know, hilltop vineyards are rising to either side of me. And I just, I just thought like, I don't, I don't want to be this small version anymore, this marketable, nicheable, correct version. And it's so funny, right? Because of course I coach my clients (laughs) I coach my clients not to perform into who they think they're supposed to be in order to get love. Um, and, and here I am doing exactly that. I'm performing into the niche or the box or the specialty that I'm supposed to be known for in order to, you know, have the successful business, blah, blah, blah. And I realize I'm like, I am so passionate about so many things. I am curious about so many things. I'm one of those rabbit hole researchers where, like, for example, someone mentioned that some of the the symptoms that my dog is experiencing might be dog dementia, you know, and I go home and I research for like 45 minutes all about dog dementia. And then and and then I'm like super curious about how it might present in other mammals and 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 that's something about myself that I have I've never fully I've never fully felt met by in community by family by lovers by the world is how wide and and full my range is. If you're loving the show so far, please 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 it would mean the world to me if you would take a couple of minutes to write a review 
sharing your thoughts, ideally glowing five star. <laughs> um, this helps us boost the visibility of the show so that more people can find us and more people can listen along and more people can join the conversation. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please give us a follow. Um, if you follow the podcast, what happens is when new episodes drop, they land right into your device's podcast library when they're fresh. And now, without further ado, back to the show. I I was like, I want to do, I want, like, if I was going to create a podcast, and I was actually going to be enriched and energized in, in the inside of the making of it, what would it look like? And I'm like, well, I would be liberated to talk about plant medicine. I'd be liberated to talk about the microbiome. I'd be liberated to talk about social justice and pop culture and feminism and film and, uh, and spirituality and meditation and eroticism and Tantra and Bodhisattvas and ultra marathoning <laughs> and, and neuroplasticity, right? Like I would just I would talk about all of the things that I get geeky about comic books. Um, what else? Stand up comedy, art, music, health, right? Like all, all the things I would just, I would just let myself explore all the things um, because that's something that I have categorically denied in my being over the last five years because I was so worried that it would it would not land for people, um, that it would make it would dilute my brand. Um, but ultimately, what it's done is it's just silenced and erased my fullness and and the way I share myself with others. And so, in many ways, this podcast is a spiritual practice in and of itself because I'm semi-terrified. <laughs> I, you know, it's it there is the, there's a there's a there's a lot of peace in the decision I've made, but there is also sort of just this like fog of fear because I don't know where it's going to lead. And and what I'm doing is I'm taking this leap of faith because what I've chosen is, you know, the, the, this is akin to Marie Kondo's concept of sparking joy, but there's, do you, ha you have that t-shirt that like is made well, looks good on you, fits, but you only wear it like maybe you never wear it. Maybe it just like sits in your closet or in your dresser for, and, and you oftentimes consider and you kind of try to wear it. You know, it's, it's a fine shirt. And when you go to do, you know, clean out your closet, you never get rid of it because it's like, oh, well, it's a nice shirt. I've only worn it a couple of times. And then you have a shirt that is well-made. It fits you. It looks good on you. And like, you feel, you feel like a million bucks wearing it. You feel, you feel like, oh yeah, like, like a little bit of you gets amplified when you put that shirt on. And so you gravitate towards it often, right? It, and, and this is sort of what I'm, <laughs> this is sort of a little microcosm example of what this podcast is going to be. And also 
the reminder it is that like that I'm making it be for me and ideally you as a listener, which is to trust that that spark of joy, to trust that that fe- you know that feeling when it just feels like they're like like a bloom of aliveness sort of sort of quietly quietly opens in your chest. Um, where it's like, Ooh, yeah. Like that gives me life. That gives me, that gives me sort of a little like flush of, of energy. Um, and it, it, and, and you usually get this when you, you know, like come present to the moment. Um, I experienced this a lot when I like slow down and I just kind of, you know, when I'm people watching or when I'm at a cafe or like my dog, my dog is a beautiful, catalyst for this, but where I, I just have that swell of gratitude, um, and the moment becomes precious. And, and as I was thinking about shifting the focus of my podcast from being this niched thing to this thing that is actually a deep honoring of my full range, I felt that flush of aliveness. I felt that intimate bloom inside my body um and i it's gonna it's gonna sound so easy but it there is a daring quality to it where i realize what if that that blossom inside me of energy of life force is actually the most intimate language that existence has at its fingertips to speak to me what if that's how source spirit, like, what if that's like the main line? What, what if that's the landline? What if it's calling, calling me and saying, follow this, right? Follow this breadcrumb. And so, and so I'm, that's the leap of faith I'm taking, the leap of faith I'm taking that we're not just here to live, that we're here to live well. And, and we are, I'm choosing to be led. I'm choosing to be guided. I'm choosing to let th- those, <laughs> those be the benchmarks. And I'm really surrendering knowing where the heck I'm going. <laughs> and I hope you join me on this journey. Um, and I hope that this permission something in you, whether it's, you know, taking up a hobby that you've put off. But I, I had, I was thinking about, I thought, you know, if I died a week from now, would I be, would I be really sentimentally grateful for the way that I've spent the last five years of my life? And there's, there's accomplishments I'm proud of. And, and, and I don't think I've, and I mean, I've, I've traveled, there's a lot of really beautiful things that have happened, but as far as the day-to-day way I've lived, I have not treated my time on planet earth as precious. And that is changing for me now. I am deeply dedicating myself to the preciousness of life. And and I want to invite you to whatever degree you can right now to join me in, in remembering how precious life is. And letting that be something that might reprioritize 
reprioritize your life for you a little bit, might reprioritize your day, might encourage you to slow down, to be more present with your your children and your loved ones or the beauty right outside your front door, whether you're in a city or in a rural paradise. Um, And, and what I want to do with this podcast and what I'm, and the journey I'm inviting you to go on with me is really in honor of, of the line from Mary Oliver's poem, The Geese, which I think she closes out the poem with. Tell me, what do you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? And I'm letting this podcast be my offering to the world, my gift to the world of what it's like to live in service to that aliveness, what it's like to encourage others, um, what becomes possible if we do trust that. And I I don't know where it's leading. Um, But the longer I've been with this, the more energy it's gained, the more peace I have found within me to walk this path which is at odds with when I, I would have a strike of inspiration for to create something in my business and then within 48 hours all of the juice was gone I was just a you know a flash it wasn't sustaining and so um I'm really choosing to let that that growth of of peace and energy be an indicator like okay do do this thing that on paper seems it seems crazy and it flies in the face of 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 most of what we've been taught in a productivity based culture. Um, and I also acknowledge that I do have the, the privilege and the means and the resource to do this. Um, but having worked with people at all, at all different socioeconomic strata, um, and lived in countries with, far less economic resource than we have here in the United States. Um, there's always ways to, to invite in this and pay attention to the preciousness that's always available. So yeah, that's the origin story. (laughs) That's the origin story of this, of this, of this show. And, um, my desire is really to, to spark your curiosity, to encourage your, um, encourage you to listen to the nudges, to do things that might seem crazy on paper, but make your heart sing. Uh, I hope that I bring in guests to teach you wild and precious things that you didn't know about yet. Um, and I hope that my guidance can also bring you back to a life that feels more on purpose, more enchanting, um, more magical and mystical and one of a kind. And I will constantly invite you to let your freak flag fly, to turn up the amplification on your unique you-ness. Um, because you are a one of a kind creature and I'm, I'm not just saying that I'm not just blowing smoke, right? Like your mind, body, soul composite is alive at this time on this planet. And 
and you only have this life once. And, and I, I just want to be an advocate and a cheerleader and a champion for you to make art with your life, to make art with your love, to see walking through the world as your masterpiece in the making. Um, and, and really let this be a place and a talisman, a sonic talisman of an, uh, a, a living room, let's say, an, aud an auditory living room that you come back to that brings you into intimate communion with your one wild and precious life. So thank you for joining me. Uh, I am, I'm like a little teary-eyed right now. <laughs> I'm incredibly grateful to be here and I'm incredibly grateful that you're taking, you're spending some of your beautiful life listening to this and ideally, um, coming along for the journey. So, uh, have an incredible day, uh, whether it's, even if it's sad, let it be meaningful, you know? Um, but yeah, have a, have a wild and precious day <laughs> and, uh, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to another Wild and Precious episode. If you'd like to become a master artist in your relationships, consider joining the Relationship Dojo. Every month we meet live to workshop what's coming up for you in your relational world, whether it's mastering better communication and intimacy with your partner, connecting more deeply with friends, repairing rupture, or attracting new relationships into your life, the dojo is the perfect place to become more ninja at relating. Check it out at the link in this episode's show notes. And until next time, stay wild and stay precious.